Hello and welcome back to the PAL with Reb T, the Pirkei Avos Learning, the show where we talk a Mishnah of Pirkei Avos per day with sagely commentary and practical advice to say. We are in Season 4 with the wonderful help of Rabbeinu Yonah, his wonderful insights. We are in Chapter 2, Mishnah 10, Perak Bet. Mishnah Yud. Heim Amr Now we're going from Rav Yochanan ben Zake to some of his students. They said three things. Rabbi Lezer Omer, Rabbi Lezer said, Yehi kamod chavercha chavim alacha kishalach. Your friend's honor, the honor of your friend should be as dear to you as your own honor. We think about how often we want to have honor. We want to be honored. We want to have honor ourselves. But we should honor other people more than we ourselves should even be want to be honored. Because it's better to run away from honor than to chase honor. If you chase honor, otherwise the Talmud explains elsewhere, honor will flee from you. If you run away from honor, honor will come after you. So first thing is to treat your friend's honor more than your own. Really, really more than yourself. The Adi Noach Luchos do not be easy to anger. Picker Elvis explains elsewhere the best type of temperament is someone who's very difficult to anger, but very easy to appease if he does get angered. It's so hard to have such a viewpoint. A lot of us are very easy easily angered and easily appeased, or easily angered and hard to appease, which is the worst. But really the best is to be hard to angered and easily appeased if you do get angered. But in general, you should not be easily angered. Anger and arrogance, the Rambam explains, are, one of the, are two of the basic things that have to be avoided at all costs, because it's almost as if self-worshipping yourself. When you're angry, you're righteously angry, you think you're righteously angry, you really... Honoring yourself, you really, you're really worshipping yourself. You want to give in to that anger, you give in to arrogance, very not good. So do not be easy to anger, the sage here explains. Repent one day before you die. The sages in the Gemara ask, how does a person know when they're going to die? How can you repent one day before? So the sage answers, you should live every day. God forbid, as if it could be your last. God forbid, we should all live on Mavis from Shunem. And in that way, all your days will be with Tshuva. And that way, every day you will have repentance. If God forbid you thought tomorrow was your last day and you keep repenting every day, then you will live all your life in repentance. And you should... All of us should be Zohar to 120 years. And you should warm yourself facing the fire of the sages. Be involved in their warm words and their warm actions and in their warm teachings. But be careful. But be careful of their coals that you will not be burned. Don't get too close. Don't try to get too attached if you're not ready for their holiness and their teachings. For their bite is the bite of a snake. Their sting is the sting of a scorpion. Their hissing is the hissing of a serpent. And all of their words are like fiery coals. We should realize that even though we want to get close to the sages and elsewhere in Pergavos we talk about living in the dust of their feet, being around them, having our, our house open to sages and whatnot, try not to get too close. Understand there has to be a barrier, there has to be a distance, because even though you want to get close to them, we are only regular Balibatim, the sages, the wonderful role models for us, they're on a different level. We can't be too close, we have to realize there must be a little bit of a, a distance. So they said three things. They were first to the disciples of Rabbi Yochanan and Zakkai. They didn't only say three things, they said many things. It means there were three things that each of them used to say every day. 
as our sages said, this was a pearl in the mouth of Rav from Gemara Brachos. These were matters as they spoke of frequently because they were always relevant and timely. So let the honor of your friend be as dear to you as your own, even really more than your own. Teaches us the laws of Derech Eretz. You can also see others elsewhere where we talk about it in Bez Bez. Pursue honor for your fellow man. Be as eager for him to be honored as you would to have yourself honored. That is the correct ethical behavior. And of course, do proper honor. Don't run after honor. Don't be easy to anger. It's well known that anger is an extremely negative medium, like we talked about the Rambam says. But nonetheless, it is man's nature to be drawn into anger. This is why our sages said that if you're going to get angry at times, at the very least, make sure you do not anger easily. Again, one of the best temperaments, do not anger easily, but be easily appeased if you do get angered. If you do choose to get angry, first consider carefully whether the issue at hand is really worth the anger. I read an article on Asia recently that a wonderful, a wonderful method, a wonderful concept, especially for marriage and relationships, is this worth costing me shalom bias? Is this worth causing me aggravation and stress? Is this really worth fighting over between a man and a, and a wife and a friend and a friend? Is this worth disturbing Shalom over? Yes, yeah, so we missed the appointment, we relate to the appointment. Is it really worth getting angry at her or getting angry at him? Is that really worth fighting, screaming, yelling, using a voice over? Think about if it's really worth it. And in life, is it really worth getting angry over? Is this situation, does it warrant your anger? Does it warrant your loss of, of Shalom Nefesh? Of, uh, does it, is it worth having Agmas Nefesh, the torture to the soul? Think about if it really is worth your anger. You think about the beast filling up your chest, the beast grabbing hold of you. Everyone knows that feeling of anger consuming your soul. Is it worth that? Maybe you could shake it off. Maybe it's really not worth it. If you can find any way to convince yourself to shake the anger, then get rid of it. But if there is something that is definitely worth getting angry over, then you may. But be careful, use the proper parameters. As Shalom Malach said, do not be hastily upset, for anger lingers in the heart of fools. That comes from Kohelas. This means that you should not be quick to lose your temper. Wait and keep it for when it is really necessary. You think about zealousness and jealousy and anger for God. You think about Eliyahu and Pinchas. They use it in situations that really were warranted. But even so, Eliyahu was called too zealous for God. Hashem had to take him in a whirlwind in a chariot up to heaven alive because he was too zealous. You have to be careful when you use the anger. Even if you use it in a situation that's warranted, it has to be properly warranted and properly executed. Do not act like a fool who loses his temper quickly because of the anger in his heart and is incapable of controlling himself even when he knows there's really no need for anger. Even though he knows that he will ruin things by getting angry, he will still not restrain himself. This is like the venom of the fangs of a snake. According to some sages in Sanhedrin, Gemara, when a snake bites, its venom is ejected automatically, without any action on the part of the snake. So too is the anger in the heart of a fool. It's ready and waiting and bursts forth by itself. Our sages have said the three ways to truly know someone are by his behavior, bekisa, bekaso, or bekoso, when he is drunk, how he handles his money, and by his behavior when he is angry. That comes from Gemara and Erevin. Do you want people to judge you for how you lash out when you're angry? Is that what you want to be known for? Is that how you want to be hallmarked? 
You should be a generous person, kiso. You should be careful not to get drunk to begin with, koso. And you should be careful not to get angry, and if you are angry, to control yourself, kaaso. Repent one day before you die. Repent today because you may die tomorrow. Since you cannot know the day of your death, it follows that you will repent every day of your life. Every day of your life will be spent in repentance. As it says, at all times your clothes should be white. That comes from Kohelis. These three statements were posed in the mouth of Rabbi Elizabeth and Herkinus, and they were always relevant. Warm yourself facing the fire of the sages. Face the fire, but do not get too close. Be careful of the close so you not be burnt. He compares the relationship of the sages to warming yourself at a fire. If you stand at a proper distance, you will enjoy the fire without being burned. But if you come too close, you will be burned. Same is true of warming yourself at the fire of the sages, enjoying their wisdom. Stand gravely before them in awe and respect. Do not be lighthearted in their presence. Do not come closer than they allow. Because you're doing so will because doing so will distance you from them and makes you liable for serious punishment. It goes without saying, especially so at a time when you have sinned. Their bite is the bite of a snake, their sting is the sting of a scorpion. You might think that you could charm them the way people charm snakes to keep them from biting. This is not so. Their bite is like that of a snake, their hissing is the hissing of a serpent, which is not affected by charmers. All their words are like fiery coals. Do not disagree with them and say, I am also intelligent and wise, I can reason just like them. You lack their wisdom. Your line of reasoning may be incorrect. Their words are sharp and incisive because of the wisdom burning within them. This is not one of the three things that Rabbi Lezer listed, and it is not something he needed to repeat every day. A single warning about having the proper respect for sages, taking the message to heart for oneself and for others, is enough to last a long time. Unlike his first three statements, this warning does not require daily review, so we should remember to get close to the sages, but not too close, having the proper respect, giving them the proper boundaries. We should remember to live every day in repentance, every night before you go to sleep, think and take accounting of your day, try to repent at all the times you and remember to keep the honor dear to you of your friend more than yourself, to get honor for them more than you would yourself. Join us next time as we talk about the evil eye, the evil inclination, here on the PAL with Reb T, and I'm your host, Reb T.